Good morning. Welcome to the NG Podcast. This is your boy Norman Gabriel. Just a dude riding around his vehicle talking about sports and all other things. Uh, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Uh, do a quick rundown on last week, the week two of the NFL. Um, haven't gone over it this week, just want to really take everything in. Uh, first of all, I'm going to start off with Jalen Ramsey wants to leave um, J- Jacksonville requesting a trade. Uh, they want two number one first round picks for him. I don't know if I would do it. You know, like I said, once again, I'm a Ravens fan. I still don't think I would do it because, yeah, he's a good, I mean, I mean a great corner can, can mean a whole lot. Two first-round picks, you can do a lot with that. And I'm not just the two first-round picks. Two first-round picks properly traded can lead to another first-round pick in a second round or a third-round pick with it. I mean, it just can lead to so much to just put two first-round picks into Jalen Ramsey, who is a guy that can be, uh, you know, discontented at times, says a lot of things. If he was a quiet, if he was a... a quiet guy, you don't hear anything from him, just play well, then maybe so. Maybe so we we'll go that route. But, you know, his demeanor, you know, he's kind of volatile. And anything could happen, you know what I mean? I I, I kind of don't like that. If he's like a, a Julio Jones type, dominating, but you don't even hear from him, then yeah, now we're talking. So just my thoughts on that. I mean, granted, he'd do wonders with the Ravens right now, especially with Jimmy Smith being out. And if he came back in, you could move somebody to the slide. I mean, it could be dominant. But two first-round picks? No. And then that mentality? No. I don't want them. I don't know if anybody else wants them. But let them be. All right, let's go over it. So first of all, Tampa Bay did beat Carolina. I was shocked at that. Cam doesn't look healthy. Uh, Winston looked half-decent. Um... Tampa Bay has a lot of talent, and Bruce Aaron should be able to make something happen. Carolina, they seem awfully heavily, awfully, uh, pretty heavily reliant on a running back, McCaffrey, man. And, and like I said, I don't know if he's going to hold up. I know he did pick up some weight, and I know he did a lot. I had a heck of a workload last year, but it seems like a whole lot, man. And Cam, you need to see more, man. I mean, you are former MVP. We need you throwing the ball better. And you, you look so hurt sometimes. All right, next, I'm going to go to San Francisco. And Cincinnati, complete domination. Cincy is who we thought they were. Uh, we thought they would have decent because they played Seattle well, but Seattle had a close game this week. Again, I think they just play teams close to just what they do. Uh, San Francisco, I don't know what you guys are. He played a little tighter with Tampa Bay, ended up winning pretty well. Garoppolo, though, in his short history in the league, all he does is win. And they run the ball. They play a pretty decent game. And then the defense looks half decent right now. So, Maybe they are a playoff Brown team, but they are 2-0, and 2-0 teams, 60% of those teams usually make the playoffs. Uh, the L.A. Chargers and Detroit, shocked. L.A. couldn't get any offense going. Maybe that is Patricia with Detroit get the defense going. You know, he was the former defensive coordinator for New England, so maybe he, make, you know, he has them going well. I'm not sure, but uh, I was very shocked that Chargers couldn't couldn't get in the end zone. I mean, they got like 21 first downs. They had, uh, they only had, they had, a, they had a total of 424 yards. Um, they moved the ball a little bit. They moved the ball pretty well. They did have a bunch of you know nine penalties. They had the ball for 31 minutes, but they scored 10 points. So, I mean, two turnovers, but I mean, they scored 10 points. So you got to give credit to 
Detroit, man. I don't know what Patricia got them guys doing right there because uh, Arizona scored more than that on them the week before. So I don't know what was going on because the Chargers were known for their offense last week. But then you really can't go by that because the Chargers started off a little slow last week and still, I mean, last year, it still ended up 12-4. and four. So I'm not going to jump off that bandwagon yet. In Detroit, you know, Detroit always finds a way to drop the ball in the end. Uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. Uh, Green Bay jumped out to a 21-point uh, lead 21 nothing, and they just held on to win. They end up winning 16 21. Uh, Kirk Cousins is who we thought he is. He sucks. I think you know, I've always thought he sucks. He's a stat stuffer, he's not even stuffing stats right now. So, if he's not stuffing stats, what is he? Because he's always stuffed stats and he's had the critical turnover when you needed it the most, when you, when you least needed it. Uh, and now he doesn't even stuff the stats as of so far this season. So, if he doesn't play well, they can't go far. They got a good team all around him. It's pretty much up to Kirk Cousins. Uh, Green Bay, defensively looking pretty solid. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a moment where he blew up a little bit on it with the new head coach on the sideline. Uh, I think they're going to have a few wrinkles because he used to one system for so long with McCarthy, and now he's got a new thing going on. So uh, they're going to have a few bumps in the roads, but when you got a, a Hall of Famer like Aaron Rodgers, you'll find a way to make it work. Uh, I expect them to win that division. Uh, Indianapolis and Tennessee. Hey, and he's playing good without uh, without your boy. You know, you thought that they would fall apart without Andrew Luck, but no, they, they're doing pretty decent. And you know something? That's what the ownership and the general manager said from the jump. They said that they were very content with, you know, Jacoby Brissett. And granted, he only had 146 yards passing, but he had three touchdowns, one interception. And he outplayed, uh, for lack of a better, you know, he outplayed Mar- Marcus Mariota, who had 154 yards and one touchdown. And they won 19 to 17 so and then they had a they they went to uh overtime game with uh san diego the week before me in san diego the la Chargers the week before and that was if it wasn't for the kicker who uh he might just be old now man i mean it's it's time for van and jack to to slow it down he's 40 he's oldest playing the league he's 46 years old and maybe he is just uh I mean, I said Van Jack. I mean, Vinatieri. Uh, Vinatieri may just be past his prime. I mean, definitely past his prime. He's 46 years old. Maybe almost time for him to hang him up. Think the writing's on the wall when you're missing extra points and field goals, things of that nature. Uh, New England and Miami, that wasn't a real game. Kind of like when Baltimore played Miami. It's official. Miami's a high school team. I'm pretty sure Clemson could give them a good match for their money. Uh, New England, we don't know what you are yet. We know you should be good. You just won the Super Bowl last year. You got more talent than you had last year, but you've yet to play a real team in this league. Uh, you played Pittsburgh, who seems not to be the same as they were before, even though they weren't even a playoff team last year. And then you played Miami. So you put up a bunch of points so far. Uh, I believe you put up 76 points, and you've only had three points scored against you so far this year. And then this week, I think you played the Jets. So a team with two quarterbacks down so they're on a third string quarterback right now uh you should dominate that one as well but we we won't know what you want until you play a real team uh buffalo in new york new york they look bad very bad so they benched eli Eli man after this game and they're going to go with the young guy jones uh hey eli made the most money i just found this out eli's made the most money in the history of the game so he made it all right no matter what two super bowls most money in the history of the game Hey, life is great, man. You can sit on the bench, keep on making money. Buffalo, I don't know what you guys are, but you're 2-0, so it starts there. 
might wind up in the playoffs. I did a couple years ago. Uh, Seattle, Pittsburgh. Seattle won by two. Big Ben Roethlisberger is out for the season. Tommy John surgery. He went out of the game. Uh, went out fairly early, too. And um, Ru- uh, Rudolph took off, took over. He went 12 and 19, 112 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Uh, wasn't bad. Didn't light the charts up, but he wasn't bad. Pretty efficient. Um, James Conner, if he can stay healthy. I don't know what Pittsburgh is going to be without Big Ben because Big Ben creates so much with the time that he can buy for his receivers. Uh, just a Hall of Fame quarterback. So without Big Ben, and he's done for the season, you got to think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to fall by the wayside. They're 0-2 right now. Doesn't look good. But they're doubling down though. They're not. They're not. They you know. They're not. Uh, they're not giving up from what I hear. They're gonna make moves. They just got a. They just got a. Uh, a corner from Miami this week, and they're gonna try to press forward. And I guess they're gonna play good defense, run the ball, try to go back to when Big Ben, you know, first got in the league, and they just ran the ball and Big Ben threw the ball under twenty times. But they uh, they got the St. Division's Ravens. I don't see anything happen for them good. So I think they're done. Seattle two and zero might be a playoff team. Them and uh, San Francisco both two and zero. Arizona's uh, one loss, one tie. You know, and the, and the Rams are two and zero. Jumped to the Rams. Rams beat New Orleans twenty seven nine, and we don't know what that game would have been. Drew Brees went out pretty early. He hurt some, hurt a ligament in his thumb. Um, throwing when he was making the throw, he hit the hands of one of the defensive players, and they were not the same ever since the game. They only had nine points. We know they would have scored some points. I believe they would even won that game with Drew Brees. Drew Brees is going to be out six weeks at least. It's not looking good, man. They may struggle. They That could cost them the playoffs in the division. Uh, the Rams, 2-0. Still using uh, Gurley a little bit sparingly. You know, he could do a lot. He looks good when he's in there, but they don't really. I mean, he had 16 carries, 63 yards, and a touchdown. But they're not really, you know, they, they're not going to really you know overwork him I don't know if they he's on a pitch count I don't know what it is but the, the girl that we saw you know most of the season last year at least to, to week 14 is no longer there this guy's not getting 35 touches a game 30 35 touches a game anymore uh but hey it still might be the, the class of that division Philly and Atlanta amazing Atlanta beat Philly Philly had a lot of people get hurt I mean people went down I think Deshaun Jackson went down Alshon Jeffries went down I mean, they had a bunch of guys just going all angles. You know, uh, I think Nelson Aguilar ended up being their top receiver that night. And, he, you know, Carson Wentz had two interceptions. Uh, he had a lot of pressure on him. That- <laughs> night, Atlanta looked like a whole completely different team. Now, your boy threw three interceptions, Matt Ryan, but he had three touchdowns. Julio Jones was dumb than his usual, five five receptions, 106 yards, two touchdowns. Um, we, we, we'll see. Atlanta maybe, you know, who is Atlanta? Is Atlanta the team that beat Philly, but an ailing Philly at that? Or was it the team that struggled in, in week one and, and, and looked like they weren't good against Minnesota at all? It looked really bad against Minnesota. So I don't know who you are right now. But you got a lot of talent. You should be very good. Should be able to comp- compete for that division. Uh, Chicago and Denver. Uh, believe it or not, Joe Flacco drove. It, the same thing that happened in, in, in the Ravens happened to Joe Flacco with uh, Denver. He drove them down there for a game-winning touchdown and two-point conversion with literally seconds left in the game. And yet, 
Chicago was able to drive down the field and then kick a 57-yard touchdown to or 48-yard touchdown to win it. Um, it's happened to him with the Ravens. The defense didn't hold water when you needed them to, and it was a 53-yard field goal. So Joe Flacco will never get the credit deserved. I mean, granted, he was he was 35 or 50, 50 passes, 292 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So I guess you could say he should have scored earlier. But when you when you take your team and you score with 31 seconds left, you like to think you could have held on to win that game. Feel bad for Flacco right there, but good win for Chicago. Uh, they're one of one. Denver is now 0 two. I don't think it's over for them, but it may be. <laughs> Kansas City, Oakland. I mean, your boy Mahomes just looked great. He had one quarter where he threw four touchdowns. I mean, it was like it was like a, a a Golden State barrage, which you keep hearing, and it really was. He just lit it up. I mean, deep touchdown passes, and he's the best. I mean, right now he's just he's the best at going deep. He killed it. And then my last game that I didn't cover yet was Baltimore and Arizona. Oh, actually, no, Dallas. I, I didn't do Dallas. I did Dallas. I did Dallas. Dallas beat the mess out of Washington too. That's what I'll do first. Thirty-one uh, twenty-one. Uh, everybody's looking great there. Dak looked good. Uh, Zeke looked good. Dak was twenty-six of thirty. Man, he only missed four passes. He had one interception early, but he was after that he was almost perfect. Man, three touchdowns, two hundred sixty-nine yards of offense. He killed it. Uh, Zeke, 23 carries, 111 yards, touchdown. I mean, it, they, they look very impressive. But once again, they played nobody. And they think they play Miami this week. So they're still playing nobody. We won't know about them. They're, kind of, they're much like uh, New England. We won't know what they were, are until they play somebody. So the other team that's looked really good without playing strong competition is Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore played Arizona. They beat the mess out of Miami the first week. They beat Arizona uh, 23-17. Not dominant, dominant fashion, but they the game was never really in super contention. Uh, Lamar Jackson, or as uh, Shannon Sharp was dubbed him, L. Jack, uh, had never dominant game. 24-37, 272 yards, two touchdowns, 16 carries for 120 yards. First time it's ever been done in a regular season. Uh, you know, over over 250 yards passing, over 100 and 120 yards uh, of rushing by you know one person. Um, he looks like the like the like the training wheels are off, and he's looking good. I didn't expect him to be so good, but he's uh he's been passing pretty accurately. Still a little struggles on the, on the run a little bit, but as far as in the pocket, that man is sitting back there and delivering strikes. So, uh, good job. So let me jump right into next week, uh, or this week coming because it starts tonight on Thursday night. Tennessee, Jacksonville. Tennessee's a two-point favorite in Jacksonville. You know, without your quarterback, Nick Foles, I'm, I'm going to go with Tennessee for right. You know, Tennessee could lose this game. They just lost last week. They're not a dominant team either, but I, I'll go with Tennessee. Uh, Miami, Dallas, enough said. They're 21 point, 21 and a half point favorites. Uh, they've, Miami's lost two games in a row by over 40 points. I'm taking Dallas. I mean, and I think they may even cover the spread. Uh, Cincinnati, Buffalo, I'm taking Buffalo. 2-0. They're in Buffalo. Cincinnati's 0-2. Cincinnati always finds ways to lose games. Uh, Green Bay, Denver. Once again, in Green Bay. i like to see Flacco do something, but it won't happen this week. Green Bay should win that. Uh, Indianapolis and Atlanta. I don't know who Atlanta's going to show up. If the Atlanta that played Philly shows up, they can win the game. But I'm going with Indiana. I just have no faith. They're actually one point, one and a half point favorites. That means Atlanta is cutting into their three-point home. Uh, home, uh, Three-point home field advantage so they believe in Atlanta a little bit but I'm going Indiana uh, Minnesota and Oakland I don't know what this is right now because I don't know who Minnesota is if they can run the ball they should be dominant I, I don't believe in 
and, and, and Kirk Cousins. But Oakland can move the ball pretty good, but they got stagnant once they got behind against Kansas City. They started out good. They were out 10 nothing. They gave up 28 points in the second quarter. They never scored again. They just looked bad at the, uh, you know, once they got down. So if they can stay in the game early, might be competitive. If, they, if they're not, Minnesota might cover this nine-point spread they got. So I'll go with Minnesota. Uh, New England and the Jets, never just 23-point favorites, and they may even cover. I mean, you, you know, Jets, I feel bad for them. Both quarterbacks are down, starter, second-string quarterback. They got guys quarterback, and we don't even know. So, yeah, New England should win that easily. Uh, Philly and Detroit, I don't know who Philly is because, you know, they hurt, but they're six-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't know who Detroit is. Detroit doesn't have a loss. They have a tie and a win, but they just beat San Diego, but they're going to end the Philly. Six and a half point favorites. I may take the Detroit because maybe not to win it, but definitely to, to, to stay within the spread because they've been very good defensively this year. Very pretty, pretty darn good defensively. So uh, I may take Detroit to, to stay in there. Philly may get the win, but Detroit may cover that spread. Um, Carolina and Arizona. Carolina needs it bad. They're on two. If they have any plans on being in that division, they're going to need to get that win. Um, if they want to, you know, so, well, actually, nobody's passed one and one in that division, but they need to make a move now while Drew Brees is going to be out. Um, Arizona, Kyler Murray's playing pretty good, playing college ball. They're doing that college style offense, and he's making some plays. He's putting up yards. I think he only has the, didn't get he only got one touchdown last week, but he did put up 350 yards. Um, Cam got to show me something. Arizona's two and a half point favorites. I'm going on Carolina to, to win to get the outright win. Um, you can't have to show something now. It's time to make it happen. Uh, New York Giants, Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa Bay. New York Giants are starting that in that Duke basketball school quarterback Jones, and I just don't know if he's going to be anything. Houston and the LA Chargers. You know, Deshaun Watson can be a monster, uh, but then so can Phillip Rivers. I don't know where to go here. I, I think I'd pick. You know, L.A. is three and a half point favorites at home. That's a tough one, man. If I had to pick, Deshaun Watson needs to start getting some wins together. I'm getting, I'm going with Deshaun Watson. Uh, L.A. starts off slow. They'll still have a good record and make the playoffs. But they usually they're gonna learn. They're gonna lose four of the first eight games, and then they'll get a good streak going down the, down the end. That's how they normally do. Uh, Pittsburgh and San Francisco. San Francisco. Pittsburgh. No starting quarterback. Uh, they just look off this year. Tomlin, he's going to have to do his best job coaching to make this team win. Uh, New Orleans and Seattle, this would have been a great game if Drew Brees is there. Expect Seattle to win this game in Seattle fairly easily. Uh, the Rams and Cleveland. Uh, in Cleveland. I think the Rams are going to match Cleveland. I know the Cleveland just won last week. And they beat up a bad Jets team that were nothing. We're not even recovering. And OJ, you know, Odell Beckham looked like he was all special for a second. You played a JV team. Let me see what happens when you play the Rams. I expect the Rams to come into Cleveland. They got a three-point uh, spread there. I think they're going to. I think they're going to win handily and fairly easily. Uh, Chicago and Washington on Monday night. Uh, 0 2 Chicago, uh, Washington against one one Chicago. I almost want to say Washington. I never pick Washington, but I don't. I'm not a fan of Mr. Trubisky. I think he sucks. I think he actually sucks. And I think that Washington may pull this out. Chicago's a four-point favorite, but I think Washington's going to find a way to, to actually get the win. Even if they only win by a point or three or so, I think they're going to win this game. 
And the last game is going to be the Baltimore-Kansas City, which I think is the game of the week. In Kansas City, they got Kansas City as six-and-a-half point favorites. I'm not buying it. I got Baltimore winning this all the way. You may call it Homer. Don't don't bet on what I do. I never bet on the Ravens because I bet with my heart too much. But I think it's going to be an offensive game. I think our defense is better than theirs. So we won't stop them, but we will hold. They'll contain them better. I think the offenses won't stop each other. L. Jack has been killing it. Uh, Mahomes has been killing it. I think I think uh, Mahomes may have more passing yards, but L. Jack is going to have 250-plus passing yards. He might have 100 yards rushing. I think this is a game where Ingram still gets 100 yards rushing. And they, they're going to have to pound Kansas City as much as they can, try to do some time possession because they've been scoring pretty quickly. But they're going to have to do time possession. They should have won that game in Kansas City last year, except for an amazing fourth and nine that Mahomes had. They kept it alive, and, and they got the win in overtime. I think this year Baltimore avenges that loss and gets the win. I am picking Baltimore to beat KC. Even if they don't beat them, they're still going to cover the 6.5 that, they gave, that they're giving KC. But I think Baltimore goes in there and gets the outright win. They're going to hit, they're going to smack Mahomes around a little bit. He's still going to do his thing. You can't stop the man. The man is amazing. His arm is talent is just amazing. But they're not going to stop L. Jack. Lamar Jackson is going to move the ball well. He's going to run the ball well. Uh, I'm expecting uh, them the Ravens to call one of their best offensive games. I saw a lot of plays that that set up things last the last two weeks, but they didn't let the bag out. They didn't have to let the cat out the bag because. You know, they had teams they could beat. Now, this week, they can open up a little bit, really do some nice plays, and, 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 and put it to Kansas City. I'm looking for them to beat Kansas City. They got a chip on their shoulder from last year. You know, this is the only team that L. Jack has lost to in the regular season. Besides that, he is 7-1 and one in the NFL as a starter, and I look for him to go 8-1 and one this week. So, that is my take on the NFL coming week. Once again, this is uh, the NG Podcast. This is your boy, Norman Gabriel, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Just a dude riding around his vehicle talking about sports and all other things. Um, please holler at me anytime. You can definitely reach me at ngoftheworld at gmail.com. Once again, it's ngoftheworld at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.